Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today I have with me the wonderful, amazing, completely organized and wonderfully talented Juanita Wooden-Radko. Welcome, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. <laughs> completely organized in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I pull it off better than others. <laughs> I get closer to it. But <laughs> I, I was thinking about Juanita did a speech last week for our Toastmasters Club about getting it right. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of her speech was how she had this wonderful, beautiful, completely organized morning. And then she's like, yeah, not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot to tell you, one time I dreamed that I had, <laughs> that, that happened. I said, forgot. I said the loud part in my head. I <laughs> but, you know, before we kind of get into today's topic, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, we look at certain entrepreneurs and we look at certain people and, you know, we think, oh, they've got it all together. They never have any problems, you know life is so easy for them and you don't see behind the scenes you know you, you see the public facade that they they present but you really don't see what goes on behind the scenes and you know how they've struggled and you know how they've had to overcome things and and uh, sometimes i wish we'd hear some of those stories that's a good point i saw this in a book recently it was um about time management and a lot of those people they're they're like ducks on the pond and if you watch a duck going along on the pond they just glide on the surface of the water but underneath their legs are paddling like crazy (laughs) (laughs) little webby feet are going a mile a minute and it's like yeah that's the same thing you know it's like (laughs) we're like ducks in the pond (laughs) so today i have some sad news So my lovely, wonderful, gorgeously beautiful friend (laughs) and co-host is moving on to another opportunity in life. And so she won't be able to co-host the episodes with me anymore. And um, she won't be working with me at RTI Publishing. So I am, of course, very sad and disappointed, not in her, just in not being able to see her all the time. I've gotten used to seeing my friend like and talking to her like quite a few times a week <laughs> that's there's a song i've grown accustomed to her face that was from my fair lady, lady. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. Oh. <That> was a <laughs> it's bittersweet yeah 
but you know what? You're moving on to something else. And, you know, I am very happy for you. So we thought today we might just talk a little bit about, you know, Juanita's journey, what has been like uh, being on the podcast, you know, maybe some of our favorite episodes, working at RTI Publishing, and maybe some of the things that she learned. And so I was thinking back through this and, you know, Juanita came on as co-host very shortly into the podcast. Like that was, that was the game plan almost from the beginning. I think I did about the first six or seven or eight episodes um, because we had pre-recorded those. And then you and I started doing them together. And of course, I remember asking you if you wanted to co-host and you kind of gave me that look like it's going to mean more work, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a saying, the the reward for a job well done is more work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the prize. So I was like, what am I saying yes to? <laughs> I also knew what else was going through her brain. Because you see, I'm a very go with the flow person. And she's like, can I have the notes to the episode like a week in advance so I can prepare it? I'm like, can I give them to you the morning of? <laughs> Yes, Kim would do that. And I would, in my happy little heart, I'm like, well, why don't we just talk and we can plan the next six months out together? And Kim's like, why would you ever want to do that? And I'm like, so you only have to think once. That's the whole reason I ever want to plan things is that I think once and then I can be like, do, 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 do. Oh, there we are. We've come to the next milestone. It allows me to like glide on top of the water with a little less flappy flappy. That's what, <laughs> There's a lot more flappy flappy when you're doing it every time. <laughs> you know, my philosophy is, you know, why plan six months ahead? Things might change. Like I might want to do something different. I don't want to plan six months ahead, maybe a month, but six months, man, that's like putting me in a cage. <laughs> it's like making up the menu. You're allowed to pick something else if you don't want it. It's okay. <laughs> Just because you're going to the buffet doesn't mean that you can't order off the menu. But <laughs> so it, Buffet. I really want to go out to to <laughs> we talk about how when when this current health uh, crisis is in remission, we can go out to dinner together. together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, we, we used to do that about twice a month. We'd, we'd go out and have dinner together. And I am so looking forward to when we can do that. And may, maybe we'll do even a special day and head, head an hour south of us and hit up the Mandarin. Mm, I was just you read my mind. <laughs> probably, probably because we were just uh, past the Chinese New Year too. That's always a really cool time to get to go there, Sam. Yeah, and, the, and if you're not familiar, Mandarin is this massive buffet restaurant that focuses on a lot of Chinese food, but a lot of you know tradi- not traditional Canadian stuff, but just stuff that Canadians like to eat so you can get the Chinese you can get like roast beef you can get like steak yeah so a dessert bar a dessert (laughs) bar a sushi bar bar, a dessert bar a bread bar (laughs) we are we are not making this easier hey welcome to the gourmet podcast of (laughs) food that we have known and loved So, you know, one of the things I was thinking back, I was thinking back through some of the episodes that we did. And, um, you know, one of my favorite ones that we did was the Big Bang Theory. 
All right. Yeah. You know, and, and what is your communication style like? <laughs> Ready? 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 <laughs> like, stop pestering me. Yeah. <laughs> Being uh, persistent is valuable, but you need to let the other person come to you with a more with something they're more comfortable with. And and I also remember there there was times that um you know you and I'd be trying to record the podcast and you know the phone would ring and it always rang at like almost the perfect timing. Now that you've said that I'm gonna <laughs> you know that now that you said it <laughs> the countdown is on. The time. <laughs> and a couple of times my kids would be like you know, they were fine. They had their breakfast. They were supposedly online learning. And I'm like, go away, <laughs> flapping, uh, hopefully off screen, like, some <laughs> grin on my face. That's and of course, sad. you don't see that on the podcast. And I'm trying not to laugh because, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching her here on Zoom, you know, trying to shoo <laughs> the kids away and still mm-hmm. remain composed and keep on talking. And, you know, she's giving them the look. And <laughs> yeah, my mother had a saying, let the fire in my eyes be enough. And you <laughs> look at you and you be like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> I know your mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were afraid just thinking about that. <laughs> That's kind of like my mom. She has a look that, you know, you just, she gives you that look and you, you better run. on your heel and you find a new place, to, <laughs> a new address to, <laughs> to take your problem to, because that is not the place. <laughs> so uh, what has been one of your favorite things about doing this podcast? And you also did your own segment. You did, um, oh man, it just totally went out of workshop my head. With the grammar guru. Yes. And that that was like a blank out moment. (laughs) Maybe I'll blame it on hopefully emerging menopause. (laughs) (laughs) You are the only person I know who is like, come on, baby, we're closing up shop in here. (laughs) Winita knows that I've I've struggled for over 20 years with uh, feminine issues and you know, menopause is kind of cure for all of that. So I'm like, come on, I just want to hit menopause, please. Let this all be done and over with. <laughs> but for our male members who are listening, I won't go into any more details. <laughs> now you were asking me about uh, my favorite, some of the things that I like. I liked how when we talked together, we could go down some really interesting paths and feed off each other's ideas, especially when we were talking about how to interact with new clients, how to ask for a sale, those kind of things uh, would let me talk about my experience as a retail owner. With my podcast, Grammar Guru episodes, I had several that I enjoyed. In particular, I liked the, the word of the day. Mm-hmm. That was always fun. Um, that's one of my favorite things from Toastmasters too. I love building vocabulary. Well, and, you're the queen of delicious words, so <laughs> I'll have to check in from time to time and say, "The weird word of the day is this, Kim." <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, maybe that maybe that'll just be your new segment. You could do uh, a couple words of the day every month, and I'll I'll sort them into the episodes. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, I can pick out like four words every <laughs> a month, and then and to record them all at once, and then see batching the task. <laughs> I she'll, like she'll uh, even have them prepared six months ahead of time, so it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about at least two months, but <laughs> yes, but you'll have planned out six months ahead. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I still have uh, a file with some future episode listed. <laughs> I liked the recurring series I was doing about writing exercises, and we talked a bit about morning pages and some other exercises and journaling prompts because one of the things people get in their head is fixing to get ready is is one phrase you know how in the 80s there was this uh big uh aerobicize mm-hmm. aerobics you, and everybody you saw if you were like wanting to exercise <laughs> yeah <laughs> If you're wanting to exercise, you couldn't just like put on your sweaty, your sweatpants and the T-shirt or whatever. You had to have like a bodysuit and leggings, like warmers. And so you had to have an entire outfit. And if you weren't already pretty toned, it was more like a sausage casing. And <laughs> <laughs> So it's that. So, so I'm telling you this to give you the, like, so there was this kind of mentality of, I want to get healthy, but I have to kind of get ready to get healthy because I can't go to the gym if I look like the mess that I actually am. Mm-hmm. And people tend to think I want to write, but I'm not going to write anything until I stop being a hot mess and learn how to write better. <laughs> There's only one way to learn how to write better. And that's by writing. (laughs) (laughs) I've been going, having this kind of a conversation with my uh, younger daughter because she's inherited the perfectionist gene from me. And uh, I really try not to put it on her. You know, I want her to do a good job, but I just want her to do a job. And when she kind of is like, and and gives a less than engaged effort I will make her do it again but it's not I don't feel it's the same thing as saying it has to be perfect (laughs) no it just has to get done (laughs) yeah yeah I liked the idea of um another Toastmaster friend she had given a speech about these people who were taking a pottery course and half the class was told that they could make up to 50 pots and you know they were given some examples of of make them look like this and you can make as many as you want up to 50 pots and the other half of the class was like you can take as much time as you want to research it but by the end of this course you have to have four pots made that look like these pictures the people who were given the make as many as you want, who cares what they look like, came up with better pots than the ones who had done all of that prep work 
because but no practical no practical you need that practical you need that side of things the first step to getting good at something is being kind of stinky at it That's what <laughs> well it was funny just before the podcast i was reading Juanita, something I wrote, my pastor asked me to write a devotional for uh, 21 days of prayer we're doing. And, um, you know, I was joking with Juanita because after, you know, writing 150 plus books, um, you know, he limited me to one page at 14 font. And I'm like, this is killing me. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't do a lot of short form writing. And I'm like, oh, maybe I need to practice this a little bit more because it was like, I'm like, oh, this is, I feel like I'm in chains and I can't be set free. I'm limited (laughs) to 300 words. So what am I going to do? And other people are like, 300 words. I don't know. think I can come up with 300 words. (laughs) (laughs) I was imagining you had 750, 300. Oh, that is. You don't have any room to waste them, do you? No. Well, it was a one word document page for size 14 font. I guess the only thing that I can think of to maybe give yourself a little bit of buffer would be to start writing with it in size 22 font. And then when you get to the end of the page, shrink it down to 14. And then you're like, oh, I still have plenty of room to finish it. I'm always playing games with myself like that. <laughs> Let's see if I can write for 20 minutes. Okay. Oh, the timer's gone off. Now I can go have a, a cup of tea. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot more too. Okay. I get this thing done. I take, I can take a break. Right. So mm-hmm. You know, trying to to schedule things out. So let let's switch over to RTI Publishing for a minute. Okay. So, what were some of the things that you enjoyed most about being, you know, the the project manager and and the content facilitator uh, for RTI Publishing? I enjoyed our freelancers, particularly. We have some great um, people who are very enthusiastic and very capable writers. I enjoyed getting to meet some of our clients who were just so passionate and had some great ideas to share. You know who I'm thinking of in particular is um, John P. Davis. Mm -hmm. How to Get a Sales Job. Wow, that book knocked my socks off. It was so good. And his incredible detail he had thought about the process so well. I really like getting to see how people organize their thoughts. Um, some of our clients are just natural storytellers. There are a few stories. I'm thinking of one. I don't know. I'm I'm not remembering the client's name, but I remember that. Uh, oh, my goodness. She, if you saw a movie made of her life, You'd be like, okay, that's too, there's too many things that happened to her. There's there's only two books that would either have been Sherry Lewis, My Skeletons Have Names, (laughs) or uh, Nin Riffitt's Hashtag Her Rhythm. I think it was probably Sherry's. It was probably Sherry's. Yeah. Like, you go, okay, all right. That that was, no, then this happened. Okay. That was heavy. And no. Oh, this happened too. And then you like, okay, 
okay wait one more we got <laughs> it's like a roller coaster and you're like oh i i remember telling sherry that you know god must have been with her because she has more lives than a cat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and i liked the opportunities of learning new things we use monday.com and i was uh saying to you before it's like you know it would probably be a good idea if we had some kind of thing to work together and we looked at some other platforms but I liked it was colorful (laughs) it could allow you to do a lot of it was it's very flexible in terms of setting up your own Mm -hmm. kind of board rather than or kind of layout for organizing projects so however it makes sense to your little brain it'll let you do that. And that's what I needed to, to do. And boy, I love a color coded system. <laughs> this gave me a rainbow of 30 colors. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that's something um, I've been really grateful for is the chance to develop project management skills further. I'm still working on that. I've, I'm on my own time. I'm taking a course on how to make Gantt charts. Wow. How fun is that? It is for you. (laughs) You know, have I, (laughs) in, um, in Eastern philosophy, it's called Nirvana. I think I just hit Nerdvana. Wow! <laughs> I was telling my husband about the um, project management class I was taking, and I was like, oh, the teacher said the best way to organize a project is to get get a bunch of sticky notes, and then you you first you make a list of all the tasks associated with it, then you put them on sticky notes and you arrange them so you can see which ones can occur simultaneously and which have to happen sequentially. And I was like, hey. and he says, and then you can put it in a spreadsheet with color coding. And I was just like, I'm going to have to step out of the room because I think the laughter is going to pop out my ears and try to keep a straight face here. <laughs> and gee, I wonder where you got those. I'm I'm looking at her background right now, and she's got these <laughs> wonderful, huge 11 by 11 inch post-it notes. <laughs> my bonus daughter gave them to me. <laughs> so, so just so you're aware, Winina and I, we look alike, and people mistake us all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, my daughter. Uh, thinks of Juanita like second mom. So there's been quite a few times that, you know, she's gone someplace, seen Juanita, walked up to her and go, hi, mom. And of course, everyone kind of looks and goes, wait, I thought you only had two daughters. (laughs) (laughs) So my daughter gave me these wonderful 11 by 11 inch post-it notes. And when I told Juanita about it, I could hear the drool through the phone. So my lovely daughter says, well, I'll, I'll give second mom some too. That was so kind of her. <laughs> and, and they've come in handy. You can see that there was a, I was leading a, a Bible study and there was actually in this point, 
now it was assuming that you'd be in person, but it says, this is the post-it note project. And so for this, you're going to need five different colors of post-it notes. And I'm like, my time has come. I have been born for such a time as this. <laughs> my husband is just like, oh. you're not wrong. <laughs> my task is complete. <laughs> I've, been, I've been training for this. <laughs> Oh, you know what, my friend? I'm so disappointed in you. In me? I didn't mention the best part is working with my best friend. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to end on that. I wanted to end on that. <laughs> you see, we've been friends so, so long. She can read my mind. <laughs> Save that one, didn't I? <laughs> It has been wonderful getting to share laughs and sing. And as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another or one person sharpens another to use a more uh, inclusive language on that. And that's what I feel like, Kim, is that you've always challenged me to grow and to do better. So that's been a real gift Mm -hmm. getting to do this with you and and the same with you you know you've become more go with the flow i've become more organized (laughs) and we still managed to keep our friendship in the process yeah (laughs) that was funny i i remember you know when you came on as as project manager you and i actually had a discussion and we discussed the fact that no matter what happened in the business we would never let it affect our friendship. Yeah. I think that that is a necessary kind of thing to, I think more relationships could be saved. It's almost like a prenuptial agreement (laughs) kind of thing or like pre-marriage counseling of, all right, let's agree. What do we agree is is the end goal that, you know, we're not going to, have um have this end our friendship if things don't work out there then it's time to move on and we say okay well we did a good we had a good run you know yeah well you know it's been back and forth there was one point in time when you were my boss that's right yeah you know and now i've been your boss so (laughs) we'll have to see what happens next Well, it's just about time for us to close the episode down. So, Juanita, I'm going to give you the last couple of minutes to share any thoughts that you want to leave with our listeners. Um, it's possible Juanita will be coming back, but as she moves into this new adventure, she we're waiting to see what kind of time she has available. So you may see Juanita again, but probably for the next few months, she will will be taking a break. So your your final thoughts for today, my friend. Well, keep writing, everyone. It's worth it. If you keep at it, you're going to be satisfied. And take care of your friendships, because that's what's important in the long run. Amen. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I've appreciated you being co-host here. And, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure what the future holds. We're going to do some restructuring on the podcast, but I guarantee you the Author to Authority podcast will continue. 
So this has been Juanita Wooden Radko and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.